This week, the new DAF and load security. So let's strap down, strap in, and do this. This is just another trucking podcast. Hello and welcome to Just Another Trucking Podcast with me, Chris, and alongside me once again is my good friend, co-host, and a walking, talking, real person. It's Tom. <laughs> I mean, I don't know about walking, I am sat on my ass, so... Well, uh, I, right but, I, but talking, and yes, I am a real person. Um, I am, sure? am I? Can, I? can I touch you? Yeah, yeah, I could touch you. I, we, you got long with your hands. Well, what can I say? <laughs> Gibbon arms. Was that was that really the best intro you could come up with? Yep. How, and how long did that take you to come up with? Well, how long since we recorded the last podcast? <laughs> Seven days. So uh, yeah, we're already running out of ideas. That's a thing. Um... <laughs> what can I say? My brain works overtime. Not. <laughs> oh well. How the heck have you been, anyways, this week? You've been, uh, have you been living the dream? Yeah, I've been bloody hot. It has been so hot. It's going to rain. I, I, I don't want to talk about the weather. You don't. Well, what Not do you want to talk yet. about? Not just yet. The weather is never one of your topics. It might have something to do with one of no, really? it's, it's got something to do with one of my topics. I'm not going to sit here and go, the weather this week was 23 degrees in Blackpool. I don't know. I, I, could, I, didn't... I could see you being a weatherman. I, I, could, I could say, I, could, I, could definitely, I think you could pull it off. I don't know whether to take that as a compliment or an insult. Oh, an insult. 100% an insult. What do you mean? You're... Because I'm crap at my job, so therefore... And boring as well. You're yeah. really boring, yeah. No one likes yeah. watching. <laughs> it's a good job no one has to watch me. They just listen to me. That's true enough. That's true enough. Should we get into a topic? We can do. Who's Is going it... first? Uh, actually, you went first last week and the week before and the week before, so I think it should Did be I really? Me. Oh, mm-hmm. Okay, fair enough. Uh, in which case, uh, my topic this week. <laughs> <laughs> no, my topic, uh, the first one I actually want to talk about is load security, right? And I'm not talking about thefts of loads. I'm talking about making sure a load is actually secure. Just, just shh, 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 shh. I think I can hear the sound of people clicking off this podcast and finding a different one. <laughs> You're a wanker. <laughs> In other words, all your tipper mates are buggering off because your load security is just put sheet over the top of it. Yeah, we have to we have to press a button, but the, but a it's a it's got three buttons: one to turn it on, and one to make it go one way, and one to make it go to the way. Like, so it's, you it's, press it's the wrong button, do you? Oh, it's complicated stuff. Like, that yeah, sounds it. Now, where I'm actually going with this is there's a Facebook group that I'm part of, flatbed uh, HGV drivers. Obviously, a flatbed a, driver. I've, there's a whole Facebook group for flatbed drivers. Yeah, there's probably one for tippers as well. It, I, I very it's much doubt coach, it. Coach drivers are us. <laughs> How to park and coach parking. Yeah. Um, yeah. But right, no, on this Facebook group, there was a post that came up yesterday. And apparently, I don't know how true it is. I've tried looking into it and I can't actually find anything to either confirm it or deny it. But as of September, 
DVSA are changing the regulations on load security. So at the moment, with a flatbed, you can attach your either your chains or you can attach your ratchet straps to like the edge of the bed of the vehicle, if that makes sense. Like underneath it as such. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently, that isn't going to be counted as a securing point for the load. It will ah. have to go to a chassis or a cross member. As in, like, what? Uh, basically, a, a proper hook. It needs to go onto, no, like, a proper hook or no, such. No, no, it's got to go right round underneath and attached to the chassis of the vehicle. You what? Mm-hmm. This now, like say, must be bullshit. I couldn't find anything to prove either way, whether it was true or not. But my argument is... Sure, like they were saying, this is going to be for flatbed drivers only. That, that this is right. going to come in for. My argument is look at a curtain cider, right? Obviously, they're not allowed to attach to the, like the underside of the trailer, are they? Because it's not counted as a secure point. Apparently. Well, funny, funny you should say that. Uh, there's a company that shall remain nameless where we had a trailer that had no i no i think it might have had like like three or four hook points that was about it and all of them i was putting under and i kept saying i yeah. don't think this is right this i, I yeah because it's meant is... it's meant to have like the ones that pull up isn't it out yeah, the floor yeah yeah well flatbeds don't have those for some reason i don't know why so obviously the straps you attach like round and under the edge of the trailer which when I actually looked into it, is counted as part of the chassis on a flatbed, but it's not on a curtain. Okay. So where I'm where I'm trying to go is why is it one thing for one type of trailer and one thing for another? A flatbed and a curtain are technically the same trailer. Okay, so like I, I wonder. So what counts as a flatbed? In the sense of a um, a brick truck, like for instance Travis Perkins, that just yeah. have the side flaps, or um, Marshalls, um, yeah, theirs yeah. are just. I'm pretty sure theirs just basically um, like a basically frame with a with a sheet over the over the front of it that just says Marshalls. Yeah, because so they... it's the same for Win Cantons. Yeah, again, yeah, exact same yeah. thing. So would, would would it count for that? Would that be a would uh, are they going to have to start? And what and so what are you, what are you going to do when you get to your axles? Where 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 are you supposed to be sitting hooking on stuff there? It's not just the axles. The axles you could work around it, you know, you could try get it so your straps go between your axles, which we have to do sometimes. So for the wider load steel sheets that we carry that are obviously wider than the trailer we can't hook on to the bed of the trailer because it's too much of an angle pulling on it so we go right round onto the chassis which by your axles isn't a problem start coming forwards though towards the headboard where your kingpin is th there's no chassis to attach to there there's not no so if you're carrying i don't know dump bags or packs of blocks or something like that against the headboard there'd be what four rows 
from the headboard back where in theory you can't secure it to anything i i don't yeah i'm 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 a bit uh i'm a bit puzzled by this but it 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 does seem this is another case of a rule being brought into place that affects the drivers without the infrastructure to back the drivers up yeah <laughs> and again, that this is going to be something that it's it's going to catch drivers out, and because companies aren't going to be willing to pay to upgrade their trailers, so they've got the the correct systems, the drivers are going to be the ones who are affected at the end of the day. Yeah, well, we've just bought two brand new trailers, and they haven't come with like your your hook attaching points like your curtain siders have they don't have them built into them and they're brand new and surely you'd have thought dvsa would have turned around to trailer manufacturers and said look in september this is going to be what the law is going to change to so that you know they could start preempting and manufacturing trailers ready for it well Otherwise, I, I, I would have thought that the trailer manufacturers that they're the ones that need to be going to dvsa and actually saying and, listen what, what kind of communicating with them yeah, but again, it, it it feels like there's so many different moving parts, and it it's almost like everyone goes, yeah, the driver will deal with it. Yeah, yeah, because because shit, it does roll downhill, mm-hmm. and as drivers, we are in that trough, filled to our necks with shit. <laughs> I don't know. I'm sure we can push it out and start blaming it on car drivers. Uh, I'm pretty sure the uh, uh, the councils and stuff like that, it, it, with us being up to our necks, they will find a nice new route for the car drivers and then put a weight limit so that we're not allowed <laughs> to go through that route. And leaving us very much stuck um, between a rock and a swamp full of shit um, sounds delightful oh yeah you got a postcode for this place uh yes i believe it's within the m25 <laughs> oh, wonderful <laughs> <laughs> but no apparently like, as well as that they were saying that so you know how once you've strapped something up you could have i don't know three meters of excess strap left over at the end so what i do is I roll it up or fold it up so it looks nice and neat, tuck it between the strap and the bed of the trailer, and then obviously ratchet it tight so it pins it in so it can't go anywhere. Apparently that won't be allowed as well because it means that the load is unsecure, apparently, because the strap can move. What? Mm-hmm. So where, where are you supposed to put it? Apparently you're meant to roll it up, tie it, and just leave it dangling, flapping around so it can knock cyclists out as you go past them. Attach someone to it. Just uh Whoa. quick. Right, how do we paint an, an idea? Is it uh, copyright? I, I, I think that that, that that is it copyrighted. Um yeah. Salmon basically a salmon end to the strap. Um I yeah. like this. Because I can good. have up to like 30 straps down the length of my trailer, so I can get 30 salmon down there. <laughs> <laughs> All of them slapping a cyclist across the back of the Eid. I'll be honest with you, I, I tend to just, I know it doesn't look as neat, but I, and 
I think this came from when I was at TPs and yep. we only had short distances to go and you were very quickly. I, I used to kind of just roll it up and just tuck it under the pallet. And that, that's, yeah, that's yeah. kind of just, it didn't look the neatest, but it, it was kind of out of the way. It wouldn't flap yeah, but around. You had sides on your trailer, didn't you? That's true enough. Yeah, that's true enough. Although, again, sometimes you'd have to put the strap on the outside of the trailer when there wasn't enough room and they'd put it right to the thing and yeah, which I again I'm pretty sure that's not the way it should have been done. But uh, Yeah, I'm I'm pretty certain it's not allowed to be above the height of them sides, is it? Hey. I had I had mine stacked well above the crane on multiple occasions. I I there was one time, one time alone, when the boss came out. He was like, he just came out and looked at it, and was like, "No, no, <laughs> no, no." Very clearly, no. That this this thing, honestly, I we'd stacked this. It must have been three foot above the height of the crane. <laughs> wow! <laughs> and um, there was. <laughs> You know that the big tall packs of insulation. Yeah, yeah. Um, we had we'd, we'd basically put them on top of with uh, there were sheets of MDF, and then we put the very tall packs on top of them. It it was it it, it was spectacular. The damn thing was nearly as tall as it was long, <laughs> <laughs> and um, I went under a bridge. And I heard it, and I just saw a little bit of fluff dangling off the bridge as I'd gone under. <laughs> yeah. I was like, "Yeah, yeah, that maybe this was a little too tall." Um, but Travis is now they've uh, they've changed the health and safety policies on it, oh. and because um, something that we used to do was. Uh, with the bolt bags or the blocks and stuff like that. So you kind of put them down as a base and say, for instance, and you'd kind of, if you work out your routes and so you'd have like six pack of block or something like that. And you kind of dot them at certain locations. Then you'd have the wood and stuff like that, which you then put on top of it, but they've now changed it because from what I understand, and again, this is one of these things where, it, it's it's all through the grapevine of Travis Burke yeah, yeah. and all that sort of thing. But someone had done all of this and put like multiple packs and this and that yeah, and the yeah. other, thrown one strap over the lot, <laughs> gone round and round about, most of it came off. Because, of course, it did. <laughs> and, yeah, since then, I think they've cracked down on it. Uh, yeah, they've definitely cracked down on it some... <laughs> Yeah, well, I, I had a tractor. I was following a tractor this week with a load of uh, silage bales on. Obviously, he just brought them out the field, taking them back to the farm. Not a single strap on the trailer. Oh, as he went round right. the roundabout. Oh, as he went round the roundabout, he left one on the roundabout. Oh right, did he? <laughs> he'll get he'll get it later. Don't yeah, worry about he, this. He didn't stop. He just drove off. I thought. Well, in fairness, when you play farming simulator. You expect yeah. at least a couple of them to come off. Yeah, somewhere that's what I was life. thinking. You know, he's got to come back for more in the field at some point. So he'll the, see it and go, oh, I'll pick that up later when I come past. The two best loads I've seen recently, um, and one of them I managed to snap a picture of. Uh, the other one happened this week. Okay. And 
In fact, no, I've got two stories. To, to, I've got three. One of them spectacular. Right. Uh, but it didn't happen to me. This is years ago. But yeah, uh, one of them was um, a small car. like It was like a Polo or something like that. Yeah, yeah. And they were taking like a king-size mattress, like one of the nearly biggest ones there is, yeah, yeah. on the roof using bungee cords with the windows rolled down and you know where you hold your hands, like yeah. you can have your hands. Uh, I think they were all just hooked onto that. The guy was doing forty on the motorway, and the yeah, there was. Th- I, I was following two of the trucks ahead of us, and I'd seen one of them had kind of come out, and then the next one again flew out into lane two. And then all I saw was this this car coming up at me quite. I was coming up in it quite quick. I had to fucking get into lane two <laughs> as quick as I can do. <laughs> Blasted my horn. Yeah, that was stupid. And then there was uh, some lads carrying curved pipe, curved orange pipe. I've seen that picture. This picture. Yeah. And the damn things. So they, they must have been, I don't know, they, they must have been maybe like six metres long, but in a big, yeah. long, curved fashion. So they stuck out a solid three metres out of the side of the... Basically, another vehicle again sticking out the side. And <laughs> I just completely, that. Complete, the, the, they're oblivious to it, aren't they? Yeah. Just drive down the road. If it's on, it's gone. So one story I heard from TPs, and again, this could be... Um, exaggerating a little bit yeah this goes before it was even travis perkins this was like years ago so again this could be one of these urban legends i don't know but i can imagine it's true um this lad's turned up and he got um 20 um 3b2 buttons right um so kind of like yeah like three inch by two inch and yeah, yeah. He got them, or maybe like four inch between, which doesn't really matter. Yeah. Anyways, four point eight meters long, so half decent length. Yeah, yeah. And the lad got them out for him. He says, "Where's your van?" He says, "Oh, I've got a car. It's round, round side." So he brings it round, and it's one of them old, um, like a VW Golf. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they were like. How are you going to put them on? Well, I'm just going to put them through the sunroof. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> what? Just open the boot and post them through the sunroof as it comes out? No, no. Up. What? Yeah, into into the back into the back seat footwell. Yeah. Up into the air, four point eight meters. Oh wow. I mean, that is fucking spectacular. <laughs> they might be a bit shorter by the time he got to where he wanted to get them to. <laughs> a lot of people might have issues connecting to Tinterwebs. <laughs> Tinterwebs, phone lines down, power cuts. Just That's like lines serious everywhere. serious height that is. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, it's, even at an angle, they're still going to be best part of like, Oh, they're going to be over four meters in the air. Oh, they'll they? be over four meters high easily. Yeah, it's it's. <laughs> but stupid is as stupid does. You know how it works. <laughs> yeah, 
I, I know exactly <laughs> what you mean. I've seen it at some of the builders merchants we delivered to. Uh, was waiting for forklift to come take a pack of, I think it was roofing tiles off the back of my trailer. Some bloke had bought, um, what did he bought? Oh, they the, the were like paving slab blocks, you know, for, what's it called? Block paving, you know, crazy paving. paving yeah, yeah. Like. I, I, know, I know what you're on about, yeah. Yeah. So he'd bought a pack of those. So they brought them out and he'd got this trailer, a little trailer on the back of his van. And he said to the bloke, he says, just put them in the back of there. So puts them in the back. Bearing in mind, they're just on a pallet loose. Right. They're they're not banded to the pallet, anything like that. So I'm stood there waiting for this bloke, and I'm thinking, waiting for the forklift, sorry, and I'm thinking, oh, he's going to strap them down. No, just drives off. Yeah. yeah. Just buggers off. Yeah, the amount of times I've I've seen just people just put them in the back and (laughs) just hope they're still there when he gets to the other end. I. I had to tell people on multiple occasions, no, I, no, I'm not doing this. Like, what wanting me to put like, wanting <laughs> to put like two tons of stuff in the back of a pickup, and you're looking at it, you're going, no, <laughs> be off the floor, mate. <laughs> you, you do need a little bit of suspension. Um, you can't, you can't yeah. just. <laughs> Uh, you can't, you're in a pickup that's lifted off the floor, but I've put these two ton in for you, and you're dragging your tow bar on the floor now, mate. Yeah, I yeah. think you might be a little bit overweight. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Shall we uh, move yep. on to my first subject? Go on, then. I want to talk about the new DAFs. Really? Really? This isn't going to end well for you. Go on. What, what do you mean? What, is it not going to end well for me? I, I, I've not even said if I'm pro or against them. I can tell from the cheesy grin on your face that you're pro. It, I I will admit, I am quite partial to a DAF. I do like the DAFs. For living in... For, right, for living in... They mm-hmm. are better than the Scanias. You got soap there. <laughs> Go wash thy mouth out now. Right. So I'm not talking. I'm not saying which one is better, a better driving vehicle. Okay. I'm talking to live in, uh, as in like bunking down for the evening, the space that you've got. Um, now, don't wrong. I will say the next gens have improved massively, but yeah, yeah. the DAFs have always been very good um, for living in. Always a lot of space, um, always space to put your own microwave in there, and so you can put your own microwave in that center top one and still put yeah. stuff on top of it and around it, and still have more space there. They are very spacious. But that centre table sticky out bit eats into your space. Um, yeah, but at least I don't know. At least there's space to put stuff. And I've I found I don't know. Just I, I I've 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 had an next gen Scania. Had one of the old Scanias. I've had a Mercedes. Yep. And for just generally putting all of your stuff down, having. Um, just for, for a tramper, for someone who's out all week in it, 
The dafts are very good. And so me and you last night, um, those uh, for people. Sweet romantic love. <laughs> so there's a game, um, a simulator or whatever you want to call it, called Euro Truck Simulator. Um, for those who aren't aware of it. And, <laughs> and then last night, uh, well, past yes. couple of past, is it last night? Yeah, she got updated. Yeah, basically, they've added the new, um, these next gen scanners, next gen scanners, next gen DAFs into the game. So you can actually go and have a look at it and actually go and have a tryout and, and see what the crack is. And um, yeah, I just kind of wanted to talk about our opinions of it. And what you thought of it, what I thought of it. Yep. And yeah, just kind of go through it like that. But I, 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 okay. So first things first, again, I do like my DAFs. Um, if, if I was to pick a truck, my own truck, mm-hmm. I, I would say DAF would definitely be high up on there. <laughs> DAF would definitely be up on the, high up on the list. I'm not saying it definitely would be. No, no. But I, yeah, I would I'm say it's, it definitely would be high up on the list. Um, I, I do like them. And I, I don't know what I was expecting with these new trucks. I wasn't quite as blown away. As I thought it would be, really. That there are some definite nice things to them. See, see, I'm going to sit here and say the opposite. I was actually really impressed with them from what I seen last night. Don't get me wrong; there's flaws, and I, I, I will talk about the flaws that we spotted last night. But for being someone that's, when I've seen DAFs on the road and when I've driven them, I just they felt like. E to us, not like uh, it's just felt too claustrophobic inside. From my I, point, I of honestly view. I couldn't agree uh, uh, disagree more with you. I've I've always thought that the the DAFs were felt the roomiest. My only kind of big thing is, uh, and I'm guessing this will be an option or an upgrade yeah, in yeah. the ones that we were trying out in game. Um, had the bunk. Um, yep. above the bed, which I don't like storing stuff on the bunk. I prefer proper nah. cupboards. There's not many jobs which require you to double man. Nah. I, it, I gotta it, say it, it should be a it should be an option. It should be an extra yeah. an upgrade. We're in 2021 now. Yeah. The majority of these trucks should as standard come with lockers for the where the top bunk would be. And then if the company as standard, and then if the company is using it for double manning, they can spec that yeah. there is a bunk put in there. Yeah. And yeah. It's 2021 now. That that's the way it should be. And it just seems to be that they're not, that they're still putting bunks in them as far as I'm aware. Scanners are as well. Oh, if what as default? I believe so, yes. So the cupboards actually come specced. Uh huh. I believe so. Oh, I didn't mm-hmm. know that because again, from with Dent Logistics and Jenkies, they get theirs without the bunk in there, and yeah. I know that they're used to buying 
the bottom of the range stuff. Yeah, the budget friendly stuff. The yeah. cheap, cheap stuff. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, as far as I'm aware, they still come with bunks in them as standard. So let's talk. Let's go through the stuff that we didn't like first. Okay. And then we'll talk about the stuff that we actually do like and the things that we, we we're quite keen on with them. Because yep. I, I will say, I, I've been negative so far. Um, mm-hmm. I, uh, I, I do like them. They look right. really nice. I There are a lot of features which I was quite excited about seeing. Um before before we actually say this, I just want to point out we've not actually either of us have been in one or seen not, one. Not physically. physically. Not physically. This right. is based on um this is based on the documentation that's been released. This yep. is based on um Euro Truck Simulator and yeah. Yeah, videos and on... pictures and stuff. Yeah. The the one I drove last night. I opted for it with the Miracam technology on it because I wanted to see. So, so we we both went with because again for those people who don't know, there's um for the for the proper tractor units as such. I'm guessing there still will be a CF, but I'm guessing that will be released later on. But yes. there is the XF the XG and the XG plus. Now we yep. both opted for our kind of virtual test as such to go with the XG plus. Yeah. I want to see what the XG plus was all about. I went, I went for it with just the standard mirrors. You went for it with the mirror cam. Yep. The mirror cam itself. I don't know if I could get on with it in real life. Um, the one thing I did note, with the DAF, though, they've actually got rid of the fifth-generation mirror, so the one that's on the front windscreen looking down the front at the bonnet. See, That's not a mirror. Yeah, which, uh, obviously, it's there's the, still the fourth-gen, the one that's on the side looking down yes. at your passenger-side passenger wheel. Door. Yeah. Um, but where they've put the camera is on the... <laughs> is in a very silly place. Yeah, and it seems to stick out. And I've I've been to sites where you're getting so close. I, well, think about it. how many times have you seen one of them DAF LFs or DAF CFs with the side wind deflectors that have been very clearly ripped off? Oh, loads of times, many times. The reality is, especially like countries like the UK. Well, trust me, I would think all of Europe, you do have to get bloody close. Yeah. And you just can't. I don't. I, from the position I was in, and yep. again, this could be different in the actual truck. It depends on that yeah, yeah. height you seat. I could not see that. And it did stick out. And if that's just a solid plastic piece. Yeah. For, for those getting... of you that haven't seen pictures of it, what we're basically saying is if you imagine sitting in the driver's seat of a truck, Look across to the left-hand side of the windscreen, where the A pillar, uh, the door pillar is. So right at the edge of the windscreen, they've got the mirror there, but coming out from the bottom of the windscreen. So it is going to be obscured, uh, uh, obscured from view anyway. And it, like, it seems that it, it looks about six inch out, so something like uh, that. Which it looks about not... perfect head height as well for a pedestrian. <laughs> 
Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah, I don't know that that part there. Um, I I I just I don't know about that. No, nah. and yeah, obviously you were the one you you tested out the one with the mirror cams. I yep. didn't I didn't test that out. Um, now I tested it out with the mirrors. Okay, and they were dog shit. Um, yeah. if I'm honest with you. They they felt small, and again, this it needs to be reiterated. This is a a virtual thing now. This, but yeah. this is this is something that DAF has actually made for Euro Truck Simulator yeah, and yeah. has sent through to them as as a marketing tool. So yeah, I would like they can't to do a massive press release because uh, Renault done the same, didn't they? With their yes. the T range, yeah. they released yeah. it on the game, so people can go and have a look at it. And for me, um, I, I, I just they just seemed smaller. Uh, in you fact, know, I'm, I'm going to have to once we've done this. I'm going to have to go into the game and have one with the mirrors to see what you were on about. The fourth generation mirror, as in the one that looks directly down towards your passenger side door. Yep. For me, looked bigger than your large um, rear-facing side mirror, mm. perspective-wise. Which yeah, yeah, that that's that's wrong. It doesn't. It it it's, it it. I don't know if that's a mistake in the game or if that is actually how it is, but it it felt wrong. I didn't. I didn't like that. Uh, oh, I didn't like I've that def- at all. Definitely going to go have a look and see what you're on about. Because obviously, you know, it could just be the way your monitor was displaying it, or what. It could have been, yeah. And and again, it could have been something to do with the way it's rendered. But again, this is something that DAF has officially put out for people to test. Um, Now, I'm guessing these aren't coming to the UK anytime soon. Is would be my guess. Uh, I don't know. I know DAF have said that currently they're only producing 4B2s. Which is why uh, I, I thought that, obviously, in the yeah. UK, we're not going to be using any uh, 4B2s realistically. I don't think it's... Not it's unless not, you work for DPD. Yeah, exactly, or something like that. And if you're working yeah. for DPD, let's be honest, you're not going to get a brand new DAF. Um, XG+. Plus. <laughs> That shit ain't happening. Especially when they have a contract with Mercedes for exactly, not yeah. even the Actros, is it? It's the smaller one that they have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, I don't know. It, it's... What do like about it, though? Because we've got to give a good and a bad point. We can't well, no, no, there is one other thing I didn't like. Go on. Which is the dashboard. It what? felt like something out like of it. it. It felt like something out of a racing car. You see, I did say that, and I agree with you on that. Although, as much as it felt like something out of a racing car, I thought it was very uncluttered, is the word I would use. Yes, uh, I think... Minimalistic. The proof will be in the pudding, because um, what the settings that were up on there... Oh, yeah. (laughs) It, it seems like, for instance, it has the temperature gauge upon there, which is not something uh, I don't know any driver that runs around with a temperature gauge. Well, I don't know. This week, quite a few probably have. 
<laughs> Possibly, I don't know. But again, it's not something that a lot of a lot of drivers will actually uh, have Look up at, on there. Yeah. So it, it depends how customizable that is. Yes. Um. Yeah, I that 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 was something I I I, I didn't like. I didn't like okay. the look of, but again, previously in the pudding, the actual real yeah, thing. Yeah. We'll see how that turns out. So, let's talk about the stuff that we did like because, as much as there was some shit stuff, I think there was a lot of really good stuff to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll let you start on that one, Mister Scania. Thanks. I actually liked the infotainment area. Let's call it. It it felt very uncluttered, and yes, as well as that, there were proper buttons for certain things. Yeah, With yeah. the new Mercedes that I tried out, the next gen, next gen Mercedes yeah, yeah. that I tried to turn off stuff like um, the lane assist. Yeah, which we all know how. <laughs> They're, they're on very, small country roads. Yeah, they're very vicious, and if yep. you get even just a little bit too close to the line, it's making a huge interrupt noise. your phone call or your music of "I'm a Barbie Girl" that you were singing along to. Or exactly, yeah, and none of yeah. us really want that. But what the song or being interrupted? Oh, both. Oh, definitely both. Oh, right. Yeah, definitely both. Um. But I, I, yeah, I, I found, yeah, it seemed, um, seemed very uncluttered. There was something yeah. I noted on there, yeah, which is interesting, and I think potentially could be a a bit of a game changer for the industry, which okay. is the temperature controls, the night temperature control button. So not just oh, heating, yeah, yeah. but also the cooling. Now, I don't know whether or not this will come as standard with these DAFs, but my suspicion is, with it being a DAF, they it'll come in as a much better budget option, which means that these other companies will have to try and compete with that. Yeah. Because that, that is one thing about DAFs. They'll bring in something and... The other companies will realize, oh, we can no longer charge £3,000 for this feature. We'll have to bring it down in price. Three? It's more than that from Scania. It's it's three grand um, with a Mercedes. Six grand on a Scania. <laughs> but the thing is, temperatures in the UK, they are going up. Yes. At night, they are hundred percent. They are, and it's horrible being in that car. I think it might be time to take the twenty tog duvet out of my truck. To be honest, twenty tog, yeah, no, no. Uh, it's I've, thick. I've, it's a bit uh, like me. <laughs> I, I have been using the. Um, you got me to buy a little portable cooler, and it's yeah, it's, yeah. it's it's pretty amazeballs. Um, you see, I'm I'm not just a pretty face. You're not a pretty face, but it, you are pretty. Uh, you were definitely right. <laughs> That's going to lead us on perfectly to my next topic, which is weather. 
just to point out, we haven't actually all we did was talk about like one good thing about the the, the DAF. Yeah, and one bad thing. If anyone else wants to know anything else, go try it out on the game. And if DAF, if you're listening, give us a free one each to try out, and we might give you a better review. Uh, Although saying that, DAF have been very kind to me before, so it might happen. Yeah, and I, I think maybe we'll have to do a live stream, uh, actually testing them out and talking about some of the other features on there. And because there were there were some they were really if nice, we and and I I really like the look of them. I do think they look nice. Yeah, well, I don't. I think they look like a Power Ranger that's been hit in the face. Although saying that, someone did put a post up earlier showing that there's very close similarities between that and the next-gen Scania. So I'm going to stop there and move on. (laughs) I want to talk about the weather. So you are talking about weather? Yes, slightly. Well, no, 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 no. Your exact words, your exact words were, I want to talk about the weather. That is verbatim what you've just said. Yeah, you never let me finish. I was going for a, uh, what's it called, like a, a pause to make it more exciting. It wasn't. Oh, right. Well, anyway, <laughs> I want to talk about the weather and the issues that it can cause for driver's safety. You're going to talk about insects again, aren't you? There may be some speaking about insects. <laughs> I was going more for the lines of, right? As we know, and as we've both just said, at the moment, trucks do not come as standard with the possibility to run air conditioning without the engine on. Everyone knows that. It's an optional feature. However, should these manufacturers be thinking more for drivers safety and driver's welfare because as we all know at the week we're recording the weekend we're recording this we've just had a very hot week at work and i could only imagine because i've been there and done it what it must have been like for the drivers trying to sleep during the daytime in it and so you put your windows down don't you to yeah let some air flow through the truck now you fall asleep with your windows down. What does that mean for Mr. Bad Guy that wants to come along? He can get in. And surely for a, a safety point of view, there should be some way of cooling that truck down without the windows having to be wide open to allow somebody to get in, as well as bugs and insects. And- so... I have there's a company that I do see routinely called Fly by Night. Yep. And they do have air conditioners on them. I think them yep. them them trucks that them them companies that do run their trucks throughout the night and get them to sleep in the day, I think a lot of them do have air conditioners. But still you do raise a good point of yeah you do have to have your windows open at night and i think the daytime it's not too bad but at night time yeah because that's when all the uh all the scum or vermin like to come out along with the the rats and the bloody moths that end up in your cab and then you spend oh, yeah. all the next day trying to swap while you're driving down the motorway how many ha- rats I'm not trying to swat rats while driving down the motorway. Uh, how are these rats getting into your window? Oh, they're not getting in. I was just saying. Like, you've just vermin. said. You've ju- yeah, you've I said just... vermin. 
Yeah, which meaning the thieves, and then obviously vermin and rats as well, aren't they? So, so that implies that you've had a rat in your cab at some point. What can I say? Dodgy Dave's all right, you know. <laughs> Leave him alone. <laughs> Keeps me company down the road. <laughs> but no, like, th- there's got to be a point. We've got night heaters, yeah? Night heaters are as standard in a truck. So they clearly care about our welfare in the winter time to be able to keep us warm. But there seems to be nothing about keeping us cool that's as standard and it just seems that it's to be honest i would rather not have a night heater in the truck and have the possibility to run aircon without the truck running i yeah i i would agree yeah i I would definitely agree um Because it it would have to be really cold for you to not be able to sleep. However, with it being hot, it only has to be 20 degrees. And that can cause you to lose two, three hours sleep. And when you're on the road for 10 hours, two, three hours sleep less is... That's a big safety issue, if you ask me. Because obviously, as we know, you know... DVSA have stipulated that we must have a minimum of nine hours rest for a certain reason. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm I'm just googling it now, and um, it says employees must stick to health and safety at work law, including keeping the temperature at a comfortable level and providing clean and fresh air. Okay. Well, by the fact that you know, even though we're off the clock. We're still, We're at, still work. at work. Yeah, yeah. But so, would a company just say, "We'll open the windows then"? But then you've got the issue of, um, well, <laughs> I mean, the security. It, it, there's, there's the security, but then there's also the fact that what's it if if it's a still night and there's no oh, moving yeah. air? I mean, you can have your bloody doors open and it won't do bollocks all. I have slept under the trailer before. No. Mm-hmm. Under the trailer? On the floor, under the trailer, because it was that hot. And then when I used to work at the fridge company, numerous times I've just got in the back of the trailer. But <laughs> um, it's plus three in the back of there, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I could sleep under the trailer. Like, see, I, no. I, I, I don't, I don't like spiders. Not a fan of spiders Ooh. of me. That's why you should have a cat. What in the cab? Yeah, because then you don't have spiders. <laughs> yeah, but do they not bring them to you? Here you are, sir. I found you something. No, that's just mice and rats. So I'd have to be careful with dodgy Dave. Get eaten alive. What is it? Dodge, is Dodge Dave the person or is this the rat now? I, I, this I've is the rat. Used to, right, okay. Yeah, yeah, well, it is a person as well, but he's a rat. <laughs> Turns into a rat at night. <laughs> what the fuck are we even talking about? I don't know, but I think these tablets are wicked. 
Yeah, yeah. You, you can sure. buy them from the bloke on the street corner. <laughs> Dodgy Dave, in fact. <laughs> That's the, the one. Who's yeah. <laughs> also a rat. Uh, it, it's oh. very surreal. Right. I'd just like to warn everybody, before we talk about this final topic, there are things mentioned that some listeners may find upsetting and disturbing. I'll move on to my final topic. Yeah. Although it's okay. not very, it's not a, um, it's not a very funny topic. It's it's actually quite serious. Um, and this, so obviously we we do record these, um, or upload them out of sequence. I don't I don't know when this one's going to get uploaded. Um, but for me, this has just happened, and. Um, again, if people who watch my vlog, you probably already know about this. Uh, some people might not, but I was I was traveling along the M62, and I was on the phone to you, wasn't I? Yes. And yeah, it, I, I can't remember what we were talking about. You were complaining about that funny noise that was coming from the front left side of your truck. It was at that, the time. That was it. Yes. Yeah, that has been fixed, by the way. Has it? Uh, there was. It was. At, it, we were right. Compressor, loose connection. But yeah. Uh, there you go. I'm a genius. Um, where genius is? Genii. Yeah. Don't know. Is that is, is that the plural of genius? Is it not geniuses? Genii, geniuses. Either I, way, it, yeah. I'm Will Smith, and I'm coming out of my lamp if you rub it. Right, anyways. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, I was traveling along the M62. And I says to you, there's a lad on the edge on, on the edge of this bridge. Yep. And I, <laughs> there was a moment, and I think I said to you, I, I'm going to have to go, mate. Yeah. And... <laughs> It was you didn't just... even hang up. I had to hang up on you. Did you? Yeah, I, that, I, I, that's how quickly you just went. So I knew it was serious. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was. Yeah, it was wild. And um, actually, I drive a tipper, so I've got a soft top, and so I've I've positioned my truck so that the trailer was directly underneath him, mm-hmm. and. I've I've come up with the embankment. I've talked to the police. Uh, we were there for I don't know, I mean, like an hour and a half, two hours, something like that. Yeah. And on the, well, so I I want to I want to talk about a particular incident, which again have have covered in my vlog. Okay. Um, throughout this whole thing, I don't know if I've discussed this with you yet or not, Chris. I'll find out in a minute. And so, yeah, the well, those the police were uh, moving traffic along, and pe- people see people getting quite irate. Some people were just trying to eyeball the situation. Some people yeah, just yeah. Wanted, just curious stuff like that. The usual rubbernecking nosy drivers, and then. Um, there was people complaining and saying, why can't I drive past? I need to go to Morrison's. And I was just like, what, what fucking planet do you live on? Like, what do you understand? 
that this is a human life. Yeah. Anyways, a white van drives past. And so I had to kind of explain. It's probably about maybe like 30 meters away from where the diversion is to where this lad is. Shouts out of the window, push the fucker off the bridge. Oh, wow. Top of his voice. So this lad could hear. Now, th- this this wasn't uh, this wasn't a man. This was a was a, this was a fourteen year old child. And uh, on the bridge, not, on the bridge, not not in the van, not in the van. Yeah, right. Which, in, in <laughs> I guess, in a way, it doesn't really matter. But still, no, yeah, yeah. I I I get where you're coming from. Shouting that at a fourteen year old child. He's fucking disgusting. I I said in a blog. I I think it's it's the most inhumane thing I've ever witnessed in in actual real life. Not heard yeah, about, yeah. not read yeah, yeah, about, yeah. but actually been witness to. Mm-hmm. I was fucking astonished. Uh, and and I said in in the vlog, and I'll say it again. If somehow you listen to this, fuck you. You are an absolute piece of shit. And that that's that's just yeah, fuck you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I I honestly I, I cannot it's... believe that. I cannot believe that. No, I I can't believe that somebody would have the absolute audacity to shout it. Like let alone, I like I can't comprehend it even going through the van driver's head. But let's say it did come into his head, he could have kept it in his head, couldn't he? He could have said it to himself while he was driving. At what point did he feel that shouting it out of the window was gonna? It's gonna sound harsh, but was it gonna benefit him in any way? Doesn't like, doesn't matter. It, it, it I wasn't going to, was it? I think, especially truck drivers, at some point, we're going to get stuck in traffic due to someone sitting on a bridge. And you get yeah. these people who say, oh, it's selfish, it's this, it's that, it's the other. Um, I, uh, <laughs> the reality is, this, this is a human life. And... Even if, because some people say they're doing it just for the attention, mm-hmm. but what does that matter if if your life's got to a point where that is how you feel? You're, that you feel like the only way of taking control of your life is to do something that dramatic. And that something's fucking wrong, like, and it, it's we 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 just I, I think we just need to kind of I think I think we all need to kind of just take a moment just to kind of think is is where I need to be really that fucking important that I don't know. You see. The thing I would take from it is the fact that there needs to be 
more in place and more readily available. So that lad obviously woke up that morning or whatever morning and decided that things had got too much for him or, you know, he made whatever decision he made. He then decided that that was his only course of action was to go sit on that bridge and possibly jump or what have you. We, we don't know without obviously speaking to the lad, which we're not going to do. Um, but there needs to be more services and facilities that are readily available and try and make it so that people don't feel like it's a bad thing to say I'm not okay. I I think there are services. I think there's a lot of services out there um, that are out there to help people. I I think the infrastructure is there. I think that there is too much of a stigma behind it that people feel like they can't. Right. Or okay. it's 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 almost like your pride gets in okay. the way of asking for help. I know that the infrastructure is there because I've been through the system and I'll sit here and say it because I've vlogged about it before. I've been through there's a company near me called Talking Changes and I actually approached them with the help of my doctor and got put onto their system and I seen a what would you call them psychotherapist therapist what, what? basically I, yeah, I yeah, had yeah. I had sessions with someone for 20 some in weeks a session a week to work through my issues now I know other people that are on that waiting list for the same f- facilities but they've been told it's six months until they can speak to somebody. Okay, that's bullshit. That's fucking bullshit. And that's because of how backed up the system is because there's that many people waiting for it. And I just I feel that possibly other systems could help and be put in place maybe. So, like, it seems to be that the, the, the GPs, all right, they're not specialists in it. So I understand that. But everybody can listen. You don't have to be a specialist to be able to sit there and listen to someone. Everyone that's listening to this now is technically doing it. They're listening yeah. to us waffle on all the time. You know, nobody, you know, you're driving a truck. You've got no specialist skills, but you're still able to sit there and listen. And I think that as a society now, as a human being society, we've just become too much of just deal with it. Yeah. Just just, just deal with it. No one else understands. Whereas actually, you know, you could be sat on a bus or a train. Say you sat on a train carriage, there could be 60 of you on that train carriage. And I'd probably say at least 10 people on that train carriage are in some way, shape or form having some form of mental health issues where they're questioning things. Yeah. And it yeah, just I agree. 
it it needs to be we we need as a society to lose the stigma behind it of it doesn't do. make you any yeah. Yeah. you're no less of a person saying i need help in fact like i say i've been there done it firsthand it's bloody hard to say i need help so if anyone wants to turn around and tell me that you know i'm i'm a less of a man for saying i needed help i'd say well go on then you go try get it takes a lot of bottle to do it so yeah. I, th- yeah. I, th- I think i think if you don't if you don't if you're that person who says that you're not a man for you you know i, I, th- I think in a sense that you're, you're the pansy yeah 100 percent. simple as yeah and simple as. obviously i know that the end of this podcast for people uh, it's gone a bit more of a reality and uh Less of an escape. Yeah. Um, If anybody listening to this, if you are in any sort of position where you want someone to talk to, please don't hesitate to contact us because I'll speak for myself and I'm sure it's the same for Tom. We will quite happily talk to you. And if we can in any way help point you in the right direction of uh, a charity or an association who specializes in that, we will. And in the description yeah. to this, I will put some links in the description for people. And let's stop being uh, looking at our phone, technologically minded society, and let's start having proper conversations with people and talk. I agree, mate. I think uh, I think speaking of talking about conversations, let's end this conversation. <laughs> yeah. Well, Tom's obviously wants to get back to his phone then. He's had enough of speaking to me now, hasn't he? So I want to say thank you very much for listening. If you haven't listened, how have you got this far? And I will catch you in the next one. And so will I, hopefully. Did you read that off a script this time? No, I'd done that from the top well of done. my head. Well done, well done, well done. I'm proud of you, I'm proud of you. Can I have a gold star, please? You cannot, yeah. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye.